Hello and welcome to episode 222, that's right, all twos of the Talk Nintendo podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Casey Gibson, and joining me this fine evening, it's my other half, it's Jerry Jerkum. Well, I can't smell or taste anything. Well, that's what happens when you eat too many cookies, Perry. Yeah. Yeah, it's really funny, dude. It's funny how your life completely changes. So I I don't have the official, official results in. I got tested today. I got tested last week, got negative, got tested today, and it wasn't a rapid test because those are kind of worthless. I don't know if you knew that. But um, he's like, I'll take the slow one, please. Slow and steady. No, no, the rapid tests are like, (laughs) I heard someone say, I heard someone say uh, that I... like 50% of the time they go either way and it's like (laughs) 50% of the time they work every time exactly it's like that means that they're absolutely 100% useless now I'm not saying that's what it is I just thought that was a funny thing to hear um anyway but we'll be waiting but I'm I'm pretty sure since I I have all like the mild symptoms and I have no taste at all and no smell so let me ask you when did this no taste co- kick in? Was this like a, a really recent development? Uh, middle of the day yesterday. Okay. So have you been super upset with dinner and every meal afterwards? I, I mean, obviously everyone listening here knows we love food. Well, that's what I wanted to talk about. Is it like, is like super depressing? <laughs> dude, It it's like, what am I living my life for? Mm. No, I mean, it's like, seriously, like I'm sitting around like, Okay, I can't. Okay, food has no taste, so there's really no point in eating. <laughs> so it's like, what, what, what am I supposed to do with my life? You like can just video fast. Games? You I just guess. fast until until you're, I know, you're but better. It's hard when you're diabetic too. Nope, it ain't easy living the D life, Perry. But that's but just dude, what we have to do. It is so weird. I woke up this morning. No, you're right. It ain't easy. I woke up and I went down to the kitchen to make some coffee. I opened up the the, the McCafe. You know, big old thing of coffee. Big the, old jug. It's, it's like a, it's like the yeah. Open it up. I went, you know, right into that thing. Nothing. 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 Ugh. It's like what? What is this? It's the weirdest thing. I was what gonna say that's symptom. one of those things too, where it's, it's a like devious symptom. You wake up. You're stupid tired. You don't want to be out of bed, but at least that beautiful cup of coffee in the morning. Exactly. You know, the best no, exactly. part of waking up, baby, it's Folgers in your cup. And Perry, mm. you might have Folgers in the cup, but you wouldn't know it. Exactly. See, and the thing is, is, um, yeah, yeah, it's exactly it. Like, I, I have coffee and I, you drink it and it just, it's just hot liquid. Dude, mm. it's the weirdest thing. And it's the, de- it's the most devious of all symptoms, because it's like it's one of those things where okay, it doesn't hurt, you know what I mean? Like that doesn't. This is a psychotic. This is a psychology psychotic symptom, you know? Like this gets to you where it's like, make a man know. go crazy. Yeah, yeah. So. That's well. Hopefully, that's the extent, right? Of of the symptoms. Yeah. Hopefully, you don't get super sick. Um, yeah, or anything my wife along had those it. Lines. Uh, last week, did so. she did she lose her and, and taste she as lose, well? Yeah, she still ha- doesn't really have her taste back. Wait a second, all the way. Were you guys smooching? <laughs> <laughs> he was smooching with my brother. 
Well, yeah, well don't, I, know you, I know you like to kiss your brothers, too, see? You should hold Bony off Bob. until you get your taste back. Cliff? <laughs> I could go on forever, baby. That reminds <laughs> me. We should check our poll of Home Alone. So I ran. Uh, Ooh, did you I, get to watch it this week? Your boy just got his vote in. Uh, yes. Yes, we did. We, uh, we watched it, um, what was it, Monday evening. Okay. And woo-wee! it's so funny because... I feel like Home Alone is usually one of those ones we end up catching on TV. Obviously, right, they play a million times. Mm -hmm. And, you know, maybe you catch it 10, 15 minutes in, and you're like, oh, perfect. You know, it's like we're we're getting right into the thick of it. So watching Mm -hmm. it from the very, very beginning, um, and obviously the entirety of it, it, it was really just like, man... I don't know if I don't remember a lot of these parts or if it's just like uh, the TV edit, right? Like, I know they cut out some stuff and and then they'll go ahead and add, you know, more commercials, right? Gotta, Absolutely. Bo- yep. Gotta get paid! And there's lots of swearing in it. Like, it's it's funny, right? I mean, more than I thought. Like, it's like for a kid's movie, you know? There's some pretty, you know, mature stuff in Oh, it. yeah. Um, you know? I, I heard that Joe Pesci, who's just... Brilliant! I, oh, I was he's, talking to my brother. He's today. one of the greatest actors like, of all time, dude. I was, I was like, how? Who thought of pairing Daniel Stern with Joe Pesci? What a brilliant! And like, and I heard that during uh, production, he swore so much that they had to like stop. Like they, they were like, it was hard to shoot because they had to lose all these takes, you know, because <laughs> you know they could. He just it's, swore so much. It's really, and that's. That's where they got the Richa, Richa, Richa. Well, yeah, I was they just said, just do that, <laughs> just do that. We we were watching. Um, I, I don't know what it was called, but Caitlin pulled it up afterwards, and yeah, it's it's sort of one of those like history, right? Oh, like cool facts about this, that, yeah. and the other thing. And yeah, they were saying yeah, he cursed him. Yeah, the was his way way And also really funny that apparently I forgot what studio. So it's like a Fox movie, right? um, yes, it is Fox. It yeah. was originally another company, I forget, but uh, they were like, "Yeah, we- we'll give you ten million dollars." Like that was ten million to get it done, and then like they came back and it was like, "We're gonna need thirteen, you know." And I guess yeah, along at the time they're like, "Yeah, I mean that's not really that big of an ask because obviously you know ten million for a movie isn't really that crazy high." I guess I, I know it's an old movie, but right. Um, and then they were like, "Nope, we're canceling it." So they like had to go around and tell everyone to cancel. But then Fox came in and they were like, "Yeah, we got this, boys." And so like right. they were technically canceled for like one day, and then they they pulled everyone back in. And they were saying uh, Stern, right? Um, uh, Mars. Daniel Stern. He uh, actually he was on the movie, right? And then they were saying originally it was going to take, I believe, I forgot if it was it was going to take four weeks, and then it ended up taking six weeks, or if it was six weeks and it was going to end up taking like eight weeks. Um, and essentially, he was like, well, uh, you know, do I, am I getting a raise? You know what I mean? If we're going to be working two more weeks, you know? And they're like, nah, you know, the budget, no. So he actually walked away. He was off of it. Then they, they, nice. got, they got another guy, um, and then the, the chemistry, I guess, between him and Pesci or whatever, it just wasn't there, it wasn't a fit. And then when Fox took over, they were able to, to go back and get him. And uh, good thing they did because, yeah, th- those two are just pure Perfect. gold. But, uh, what are you laughing at? Did you leave the sinks on again? Oh, <laughs> uh, the wet bandits! Oh, uh, what a what a picklehead, you know. You know we should do we should do another we should do another. So so our poll um, with twenty four votes, uh, it is officially uh, Home Alone, 
over Home Alone 2. 58% over 42%. Mm. What did you vote for? Um, Home Alone 2. Me too. Be- better movie. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. I, I, I love... The, I mean, like I said, I, I mean, I, masterpieces. I but think I, I do love the second one. I think it's cooler that he's in the city, you know? Like, it, obviously... Yeah, honestly, home, the house... The It's funnily enough, like, the home traps are better in the second one as well. Oh, yeah, especially... Which going, is amazing, like, right? Yeah, the, the renovation, can you believe, right? So, can you yeah, believe? can you believe that they got that... That they got that to work, Home Alone two. You yeah, know? you would think like, oh, what are they gonna do? Yeah, is he gonna be Home Alone again? <laughs> you know, like. Yeah, but they actually got it. No, like, and, and it's pretty good how the how he gets lost and how he goes into New York. It's you know believable. I mean? I mean, for the time, it was believable. You know, like obviously, Absolutely. airports are way less yeah. uh, strict on everything. And yeah, he runs in and the tickets yes. get blown up. Oh no, that was my dad right there. You know. Um, yeah. But uh, yeah, I, yeah. It, it's and it's. I love how much of a sequel. Like, it's literally the same movie, you know, just in a different place with different characters, different gags. But it's great, you know, but then they they have a ton of reoccurring stuff. I, I, I sometimes I love when movies do stuff like that. It's to me, I, I really do put them on the same caliber. You know, you don't see a lot of movies with sequels yeah, that are just as good, tall. if not better than the first one. And I think Home Alone 2 is just amazing. And uh, Tim, was it Tim... Curry? Why am I getting that? Oh, uh, the actor. I? I mean, the the writer yeah. or the uh, the, the actor in the second one. My goodness! Yeah, I can't. Yeah, Tim I Curry. So many... the, yeah. he played Pennywise. Yeah, he... Rob Rob Schneider. Yeah. Yeah, 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 and Rob Schneider's in it. Come along, Cedric. Oh man, what a great! Just a. And I really love good old John Candy as well. Um, John Candy, yeah, yeah, he's really poke, 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 poke. Because well, it's really funny. So again, we were watching that thing, and uh, they were actually saying that the John Candy, you know, obviously he has a pretty small role within the movie, right? Like just a couple scenes. Um, yeah, but yeah, they were saying it's a weird role. That was actually a favor for like uh, the director, and they were like, "Yeah, he'll come out for one day," and they ended up shooting thirteen hours. <laughs> On that one day, uh, and they said uh, they showed actually, you know, the pizza guy in the beginning when he's delivering the pizzas. Uh, yeah, he actually got paid more money than John Candy for Home Alone. Um, That's amazing. But my favorite, like John Candy, dude, it's just so so funny. Like some of the lines, like you said, the poka poka poka, this that, and the other thing. Poka poka poka. I really love when she's. Uh, I got the quote here. She's like, "Have you ever gone on vacation and left your child at home?" And then and John Candy, no, no. But I did leave one at a funeral parlor once. Uh, and then, <laughs> yeah. like, oh, okay, like, he's joking around, you know? Yeah, it was awful. The wife was distraught, and we left the little tyke there in the funeral parlor all day. All day, you know? We went back at night, and apparently had been there alone all day with the corpse. With, he was okay, though. After two, three weeks, he came around and, you know, started talking again. <laughs> and it was just like, me and Caitlin looked at each other, like, what in tarnation? That is so funny. That is amazing. Uh, so funny, I but know. Uh, and the mom's the mom's like, maybe we shouldn't be talking about this. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and he goes, He's "Well, you brought it, it up." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I know. Oh, so good old good. John Candy, man. Died too young. Yeah, yeah. Truly, uh, he was really a great actor. Um, the last thing I want to say about Home Alone, which is really important, which you probably saw, because I, I know Jules was telling me about this little documentary behind the scenes thing. I wonder if it's the same thing you saw. But it was talking about John Williams, the composer, um, you know, the composer of Indiana Jones and Star Wars and Jurassic Park. And 
that I believe the director jokingly said, let's get like when they couldn't find someone, they're like, he's like, let's get John Williams, <laughs> you know, like, why not? But then they're like, oh, and then they actually reached out and he thought it was great and he did it. And that that franchise, the first two movies, you know, that would not be what it is. It's just an epic masterpiece because of, uh, you know, it, big part of it. Because of the music, the music is just oh, amazing. it's iconic. And yeah, I mean, and then there's stuff in that, like the theme in there. That's what's so funny is like that theme really should be up there, and it probably is to a lot of people. That that theme goes along with like Jurassic Park and Star Wars and Indiana Jones. And there's parts of it that like that um sound like Indiana Jones a lot, and I love that. I just think it's so cool. So what a great, just a great movie, solid movie. Wish they still made movies like that. You know, I tell you what, uh, whoever the first. Um you know whatever studio whoever you know uh was that decided to can it well they're probably looking back kicking themselves uh, <laughs> obviously these yeah, movies man. tons of money right on on every single year um like i said iconic movies and uh yeah really oh man good old christmas movies man there's there's just something about them and uh yeah oh can't wait to watch so Home we Home have too. um we, could, we since we're talking about it right now, we might as well do our our listener mail. Listener, listener, listener mail. Yeah. Ooh, throwing it up early. Just a little bit, yeah. And it's, this is from Kevin, our dear listener, Kevin. Kevin McAllister Kellen. <laughs> Kevin, yeah. <laughs> Kevin. <laughs> um. Uh. And this is about last week. We talked about the Santa Claus. Uh. This week we talked Home Alone. Home Alone too. Uh. He says, don't you, he says, and this is a really good point, talking about the Santa Claus, don't you find it weird that when when Tim Allen shows up at the North Pole, nobody is sad that the old Santa is dead? (laughs) And I've, I've always thought that too. I, right. I, I, it is weird. It's like Bernard, like, are you going to talk at all about the, like, who was the old Santa? How long was he there? How come no one cares that he's gone or says anything about him? Bernard's too busy with uh, being a big old picklehead. Uh, yeah, no, I, I guess maybe um, in the the ethos of Santa Claus, maybe this is a, a recurring thing, right? Like, I mean, obviously that you have the Santa Claus, and, and that's how he gets, you know, um, quote unquote, sucked into being Santa, right? So I guess there's a precedence. Yeah. It, it has happened before, but yeah, it's curious to think like how many times, you know, it, it, is it you know every. 50 years this happens and uh boom you know okay in the entirety of the world you know it's happened a bunch of times or yeah i don't know mm-hmm. maybe uh you know it's annoying maybe it's every couple years maybe santas are just they're like uh whatchamacallit oh man now i'm what? blanking on it uh, shakespeare you know it's just a bajillion of them and there you go casey why didn't we name last week's episode he's naked somewhere I wish we would have done that. We got to keep it friendly for the kids. Plus, we got to put Bernard on blast. Stupid Bernard. Oh, that's right. That's right. Yeah. No, no, that was good. We got to let no let everyone know we don't take Bernard's crap. You know, Uh, I mean, I I, no, I mean, I if he apologizes, I mean, you know, he's had when the movie come out thirty years, twenty five years to apologize. Yeah. Not my book. No, he's dead to me. He's dead to me. <laughs> he's as dead as that Santa Claus in the beginning of the movie. Yep. 
well, that's not too dead because he kind of waved his hand and then he disappeared. And <laughs> See ya. Yeah, he's and like he's naked somewhere. He's like, this job sucks. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Finally, I'm gonna fake my death. <laughs> yeah, he's off in Cancun somewhere. Um, but yeah, I guess the question uh, we've got arisen to us right now is, um, what's what's the movie for this week? That's right. I mean, we have, you know, I mean. We could do, I mean, obviously, did Home Alone 2 in, in this one as well. I mean, there's always Elf. Mm, that's a good one. Let's do Elf. You want to do Elf? Sure. Yeah. All right, because, yeah, Elf will be one. All right, because, yeah, we're, we're essentially going to have two more movies to watch, right, at least mm-hmm. to discuss about. We'll go Elf, and yeah. then, uh, yeah, then we'll maybe we'll do a double feature next week mm-hmm. because we'll be leading up to Christmas right and everyone will be want to sure. want to watch the movies so all right sure so everyone send in your listener mail about any christmas movie i'd love to hear just about christmas movies in general literally and then like just takes things we should discuss anything send it to tnp at nintendoworldreport.com dot com dot com yep now i have a couple of games to talk about today you've been busy i've been pretty if well, i can't taste i might busy. as well play games I'm kind of like, yeah, it's like if I can't taste, I might as well shoot myself <laughs> or play some video games. Potato, but, potato. Um, and, we, and then I do need to end the uh, the show with an, a very fun Craigslist roundup. Speaking of Craigslist, actually, you know what, Casey? Can we do Craigslist roundup right now? We're doing the old ter- topsy-turvies. Topsy-turvies. Jerry's a jerk. All right. So, it's Craigslist Roundup time. And uh, I picked up a couple of things this past week. Um, One of them was a Burgundy DSi XL uh, with Pokemon Black 2 out of box and a charger. Now, a Burgundy DSi XL sells for, and it's in great condition. Honestly, very well kept. Like, no scratches at all. Um, one of those sells for minimum 55 bucks. Not bad, not okay. bad. Not bad, right? Um, and then I, so, did I tell, did I just, did I say how much I, I paid? I don't think so. And if you did, okay. I wasn't listening. All right. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and so, uh, uh, the funny thing is, our friend of the show, Aaron, he, like like five years ago, he's like, hey, I had this friend who, he was going to throw away all of his Pokemon DS Pokemon uh, cases. Oh, boy. With the manuals in them. And he's like, would you want those? And I was yes. like, yes, I would want them. Tell that guy like, he's an idiot. I know. Why? Ugh. And so, anyway, so I was like, when I got it, I was like, I think I may have... Pokemon Black 2, uh, that case, and it can make it... Um, the old CIB? Yeah, it'd make it like a totally complete, yeah. And um, and I looked online, guess how much those things are going for, dude? Pokemon Black 2 DS game yes. complete in box? Yeah. I'm going to say 65 to $70. Yeah, it's at least that, if not like up to like 100 bucks. Well, I'll be dipped. Yeah, exactly. Is, it, is anyone so, buying the uh, Pokemon Sun and, and Moon double pack? <laughs> I, I don't know. I, I, I don't got know. one for sale. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> um, 
Does that come with both cases, like both boxes? Or is yeah, like a it's, special case? yeah, I'm pretty sure you open it up, and there's two cases in there, and then there's a steel ah, case. That's cool. Um, so I was I was excited because I think I, I thought I might have a case. I go and I look up in my you know in my hallway, and I could not find no it. No buenos. I was like, ugh. I was like, no. And I I found I have I have Pokemon Black and Pokemon White too. <laughs> I don't have Black too. Uh, so, but then later I had to take the garbage out. It was garbage day the next day. And I had, to, and for some reason I went through my garage and I was taking the garbage and I, I accidentally, like I walked through and knocked off a ton of DS cases off the top of the shelf. And I was like, oh, it was so annoying, dude. It was like, I don't even know how it happened, but like 12 DS cases fell on the floor. I picked them up, you know, and I put them up there on the top shelf and I look over and I see, oh, I see a Pokemon game. I was like, uh oh. There it is. And I took it out, and there it was, the case for Pokemon Black 2. And I was like, yes. Scabbing a boosh. So, that all together, uh, I guess how much I paid for that. Hmm. Hmm. 45 No, so not 45 because it wouldn't be 5 I'm going to just go a solid 50 Nice. It's actually $35. Oh. I was right on the now, five. He was now. Listen, he was asking for fifty, but here's the thing. This is what you do. You go, hey, if you could take thirty-five, I'll come get it right now. Mm-hmm. And so you he said, okay, I'll do that. And there you go. Yeah. So, um, very happy with that pickup. And I'm starting to play Pokemon Mystery Dungeon on it. Funnily enough, uh, because Jules is always telling me about that game, and I happen to have it. And I was like, oh, let's try it out. And anyway, so that's my first pickup. So pretty nice little haul there. Not a bad start. A, not a bad start. Yeah, probably like a good eighty bucks profit there. Um, and then I, I was on uh, Facebook Marketplace and I see Sushi Striker for five bucks. Overpaid. Like, yeah, <laughs> exactly. My exactly. And I just clicked on it because like sometimes like they have extras in there here that they don't talk about. And it was five copies of Sushi Striker for five bucks. And it was, it, I was like, oh, are they, and then it's like, no, they're, you get all five out of box with, um, with the manual. So five manuals and five, five, uh, cartridges for five bucks, three bucks shipping. I was like, oh my goodness. Are these, clicked, yes. is this, uh, for Switch or 3DS? Oh, for 3DS, for 3DS. Okay. Yeah. Yep. So I clicked, I was like, bim, bam, boom. I'll take that. And, uh, yeah, it sent it to me. And I was thinking, hmm. Now, funnily enough, there's the five cases there. I mean, he bought. He obviously wanted them for the cases, right? He obviously bought them cheap. And since on Facebook Marketplace you can you can message people, I I was talking to Jules and I was like, I wonder if he bought that for a two week collection for that special edition that Limited Run released because it has the five alternate covers that go in it. Mm. I was just, I was like, wouldn't that be a funny coincidence? Like, that'd be crazy, right? Guess what? And, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And so I messaged him. I'm like, hey, just, just like, I was like, I got the games. They're all in perfect condition. Thanks and everything. And I was like, hey, j- just wondering what, what, what did you want the, like, the like what did you for? want the cases for? Yeah. And he got back and said, oh, it's actually, funnily enough, the cases sell for more than the game. <laughs> That's so yeah. funny. Isn't that interesting? Yeah. So, uh, so yeah. I, I guess he just he bought them to resell for the cases. But I can't. Believe, I can't imagine those get too much 
money. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I'm sure, oh, you making a cool buck 50 off each of those, you know? Yeah. Like, okay. But uh, I guess he is at, at, off of me. He just made eight bucks, like just five bucks if he did the shipping. But that leads me to Jerry Christmas. <laughs> and we are going to give away four of these things on our podcast. Ooh-wee. Yeah, it's, it's Jerry Christmas. So I'm going to send them out to you. Hopefully before. So if we do, we'll announce them next week, obviously. And then I'll send them out. Wait um, two and weeks so you should before get sending those out and disinfect them, please. Yeah. <laughs> nope, I'm smooching all of them. Uh, with, Just like our Patreon With your rewards. Jerry Christmas, you get a side of no taste and no yeah. smell <laughs> for Christmas. <laughs> um, but we're going to have you do some more listener mail, I think. Listener mail and, uh, and, and Twitter. But let's just make this giveaway to our listeners. Uh, we won't make this public on the uh, on the tweets unless someone wants to tweet about it. But, um, yeah, go ahead and send some listener mail in um, or send us a message on Twitter. Uh, but uh, listener mail at tnp at nintendoworldreport.com. And uh, this is Sushi Striker on 3DS. And uh, it's really awesome, actually. Really, really good. So... Um, I really enjoy. I would like you to buy five separate cases and make them complete before sending them out, though. (laughs) Got it. (laughs) You know, I thought I had a bunch of cases. I was like, this is gonna be easy, you know. And I only had like, I only had like one game, like which was Disney Infinity, that I was like, I don't really care about, you know. Mm -hmm. I was like, man, I I have good taste in games. I guess. Yeah. (laughs) Anyway, so yeah, uh, right right now, everyone, I'm giving you three seconds to send us an email about anything go okay there we go all right so that's gonna push us right into what we've been playing now since i've been jabbering let's start with what you've been playing well we've been teasing it for the last couple weeks right uh Mm -hmm. some good old serious (laughs) sam oh i thought you were gonna what oh shadowlands i thought you were gonna (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> We've been teasing it. Oh well, right into the Shadowlands. Yeah, well, we're gonna tease it again for another week because yeah. it's time to talk about what? No, we got a mystery history. Oh, mystery history. Got him. Man, that was that was the double juke, man. Yeah, I figured. Yeah, I figured the joke. Yeah, it would be fun to. Nope, we're talking about more Shadowlands. Then everyone gave out a collective. And then love it. But then we go. Nope, J.K. J.K. We're talking beautiful mystery history. It's been a hot minute. Well, awesome. I'm well, unless you're someone who likes to be on every podcast. For me, well, uh, Patreon exclusive. It does not count. Oh, it totally counts. Nope, for the real fans. Oh, sure it does. It's an episode of our podcast. Uh, yeah. So, uh, yeah, if you are a Patreon, you, uh, patron of our Patreon, you can uh, – we have episode 16 up this week. And uh, check it out. It's really fun. We got Mick from Four Horses, and we got Xander Morningstar from NWR, our, our comrade. Anyway, uh, and we play Mystery History, and it was really fun. Mick brought a game. Anywho. Mystery History Time with Cassidy Gorbonzo Beans. Yeser. If people don't know what this game is, 15 questions. Casey has chosen a game. I have to figure out what the game is. It's on a previously released system. Anything besides the Switch. 
And after every five uh, questions, he's going to give a hint. The old hintarino. And I'm going to try. I'm going to try to guess what it is. All right. All right. Are you ready? Do you have your notepad ready? I do. Uh, uh, hold on. <laughs> okay. Beautiful. <clears throat> All right. Get, get um, a fresh page here. Question number one. Numero uno. Is this on a handheld system? No, siri, babe. All right. Uh, is this on a cartridge? Yes, siri, babe. All right. All right. So we got NES, SNES, N64. Now I'm wondering if he's doing the Virtual Boy. Mm, who's to say? Because I wouldn't count that as a handheld. But I would count it as a portable, you know what I mean? I would say that I did play this game, and I no longer own a Virtual Boy. So. That could still mean a Virtual Boy. It could. Because you emulated it, you big yeah. cheater, <laughs> scalper. I didn't say when um, I played it. Yeah. Um. Okay. Uh, then I'm going to say, is it an N64 game? Why, yes, it is, Mr. Hirkum. Oh, wow. Man, I got I got pretty good on that. Yeah, it's pretty quick. All right, pretty quick. Um, and then is this a Nintendo published game? Is this a Nintendo published video game? Mm-hmm. Hmm. Yes, it is. Okay. Hit me, baby, one more time. Uh, that's four. That's four. Yes, sir. Is this ha- game have Mario in it? No, it does not. Okay. All right, this, uh, all right, hint time, hint time here. This game was developed by a very beloved Nintendo developer. All right. It's Miyamoto. So. Is that a yes or no question there? Is it is it Miyamoto? No, it is not. Okay, good. That was a good one. Honestly, the only thing I can think of that he did was like Star Fox sixty four, like that that he had a, th- a thing with. But it could still be that because it could be another one working with him. So who's to say? Interesting. Mm. Yeah. Um. Well, I mean, beloved by who? You know what I mean? Like it could, <laughs> by his family. I mean, I think every Nintendo developer is probably beloved by someone. Who's to say? I'm gonna I'm gonna yeah. need a clarification on that last hint. Um, beloved by most. <laughs> by most, okay. Who's to say? I, I okay. C- it could be Iwata. Is it Iwata? No, it is not. I don't know any other ones like Takusha or Chusima or Mako. Well, maybe you should Diza. focus on something other than the developer. You know. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. Okay. Uh, it's Nintendo released. Is it a sports game? Negative. Is it a racing game? Negative. One more and you get Is... another hint. All right. All right. Is it a party game? Negative. Uh. But it could be played at a party. 
Sure. That's uh, 10 questions right there. So this next hint, it was originally conceived as a side-scrolling platformer for the Super Nintendo before making its shift to the N64. Okay. Huh. You still don't have the genre down. We know it was at one point a side-scrolling platformer, but it was not that for the N64. That's ringing some bells with me, but I can't remember. Sleigh bells ring a ding 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 a ding a do do. Um. Shoot. Okay, and it's not a sports game, and it's not a racing game, and it's not a platformer. So. <laughs> I was trying to get you to say, "Well, wait, you never." <laughs> nope. I'm tight-lipped. Uh, that was nice. Okay. Um, well, I'm trying to think, like, you know, Donkey Donkey Kong 64. You know, Donkey? I, I don't think that. I mean, I mean, I mean, I would I say, that, I, mean, I guess it's not a side-scrolling platformer. I mean, it is. I mean, Donkey Kong Country 3 is, you know, but like, I would, it's probably not like 64, but it's beloved developer, and it's not made by the developer. Huh. Um, is it a platformer? No, it is not. It's so funny, you nailed down the console so quick, and now you can't get that genre, baby. Mm-hmm. The funny thing is, I just, I feel... It, it, because I say racing game, I guess you wouldn't count Star Fox 64 as a racing game? I would not, no. Okay. And I don't think many people would. <laughs> right. It's not a racing game. Yeah, it's not. I just It's an on-rails, you know, game, which is it kind of makes me think of a racing game. Is this an on-rails game? No. No, it is not. Okay. Could have been Sin and Punishment. Uh, or Star Fox. Okay, good. You really night. wanted it think- to be Star Fox. <laughs> No, I was just, well, I was just thinking about it, and I was like, it's still clicking, it's still checking the boxes, so it's like, yeah, I'm trying to think. Um, Oh. um, You got, so it's not racing, not platformer, not, so not, not racing, not platform, not sports, not a party, um, I mean, a shooter. I don't think there's any. Is it a is it a is it a first person shooter? Yes, it is. Okay. Narrows it down probably a little bit. Is it well? Because it it wouldn't be Pokemon Snap then. Because I mean that's on rails. Yeah, I was to say I'd say that is a first person shooter, but yeah, it that yes. that game uh, yeah very much on rails. Okay, okay. Ooh, I thought it was Pokemon Snap, then I realized it was on rails, so I was like, oh, okay. Okay, first-person shooter. You got two more hints. Made by Nintendo. On the 64? Oh, it was published by Nintendo. So it's probably GoldenEye or Perfect Dark. Well, you do have two hints left. (laughs) I know, I know, but, like, I'm trying to think. A Nintendo, a Nintendo, a beloved 
Nintendo. What was the hint made by a beloved Nintendo developer? Mm-hmm. I mean, I guess if you're saying like, okay, that's funny because like a de- like a develop a development studio, or or a de- like a developer. Like I, it's it's funny, right? I guess I took that as like a as like a person, a single singular unit of a person. Yeah. Yeah. Did you mean it that way? I don't know. Are you asking me a question? <laughs> okay. Um. No, I'll use these past two. Is it uh is it is it Goldeneye? Yes, it is. <laughs> okay. There it is. Yeah, it is developed by well, f- hold on. Actually, let's get some of that beautiful music real quick. Yeah, so it is developed by Rare, which I would say is a very uh, beloved developer, right? I think most people look. Well, you said Nintendo developer, so yeah, I, which I, I get would it. say it. Uh, yeah, but they they didn't. They're not a first party. They were second you know, party though. Developer. Right. They were making games exclusively for were Nintendo. They second party. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then that okay. that's why when yeah, they jumped party. over to yeah. uh, what you call it, Microsoft, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, interesting, yeah. But, uh, yeah. Cool. So, this game originally released 1997, way back in the heyday. And, um, yeah, so it's funny. I was, you know, going to jump on some Serious Sam like I had uh, planned originally, but uh, the Switch was being occupied. So, I was like, you know what? That first-person shooter goodness, not quite the same, but I was like, you know, I haven't played Goldeneye in a hot minute. So, uh Fired her up and boom! I was gonna. <laughs> What'd you fire her up on? Oh well, the the old N sixty four. On your sixty four, yeah. I was gonna say, is there any other really way to play it? I mean, I guess. Um... Yeah, they did like re. They did like didn't they release it on Xbox and stuff like that? Oh well, I don't have an Xbox, but. Uh... And then I didn't know. I didn't know if they had it like online, if they had an emulator or something like that. I ain't a dirty dog. Um, I, <laughs> I was gonna say, uh, actually, you worked with one of the composers. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> that, is that the is that the old Grant? The last hint. Uh, well, my last hint. Uh, it, it depended how far off you were gonna do. If you were like right, mm-hmm. like really far off, maybe one of those. Um, I was gonna say that uh, the multiplayer was actually thrown in there like last second. Um, they they added multiplayer into the experience super late in development. Um, and obviously that's. I mean the 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 main game is amazing, right? The the missions are fun. There are a bunch of them, a bunch of different difficulties. Yeah, it's, but yeah. I think most people probably look back most fondly on the multiplayer experience playing with people. Um, you know, don't look at my screen, dang it! Well, we're looking at yeah. the same screen. Um, yeah. And, and funny, like I love seeing those. Like when people playing two player, they like paste cardboard. or not paste that but yeah tape cardboard and like sit, or, sit under a blanket so the other person couldn't see but uh yes but yeah um this game you know like i said it was not much experience in the 3d realm so for rare to sort of come out obviously they were known for their side scrollers and and uh to come out and sort of hit the mark so well with this game and you know it became you know uh one of the most 
seminal games on the system. It's the third best-selling N64 game of all time with over 8 million copies sold. And um, it's funny, they actually went and like visited the studio when they were shooting the movie to take pictures and, and just get you know stuff uh, or reference material, I should say, for the game that you know people would recognize from the movie. So it, to me, I mean... It's funny, I think back, right? I'm like, yeah, like, I like GoldenEye 007. Or I like 007, you know, cool. But then I'm like, when I really stop to think about it, it's like, I really, I like GoldenEye, you know? It's like, I'm sure I've seen some of the other uh, 007 movies, um, right. you know, in my lifetime. But like, no, I, it's like, I'm pretty fond of GoldenEye because I got to play the game a whole ton. And then like, when you watch the movie... It's like, oh my God, I've been there, you know, I've, I've been in that spot, I've done this this thing, and I felt like it, you know, stuck to the movie um, in, a, in a really cool way, and especially back then, right, like, oh my God, like, I'm playing the movie, like, this is crazy, but um, yeah, I mean, it's, yeah. it's you know, not as uh, amazing gameplay-wise, maybe as you might remember, right, <laughs> like, I think it's it's got like that weird auto aim and but it's still just so much fun to go around those different areas and and like a, yeah what what's it like in 2020 yeah i mean like i said it's it's different right it is definitely you know like especially i didn't play multiplayer but like if you were playing multiplayer like it would probably not be nearly as fun right cuz like i mean it's got weird auto aim and and this that and the other thing but you know it it, it might be fun from like a, a hey this is interesting to go back but uh going back and playing some of the missions like it's just fun to to get into that area, like I said, uh, and, and the music is so good. But it's cool because the, you know they got your your missions, your your objectives you got to go through, and then like you said, you can you can bump it up from the different difficulties, and it gets tough. And uh, I just I've had so many good memories playing back in the day, and and I, it's funny now people probably like I'm actually I'm like pulled up a a YouTube video of people playing. It's like they're go they're blowing through the levels like. You know, they probably beat the game in like 40 minutes. Um, but yeah. back then it was like, man, I remember especially like tough. the snow level uh, when you go outside and you're oh, just like, yeah. I don't know where the heck I'm going. You know, I'm getting lost. Uh, but oh, and then like the epic final, you know, battle on the, the cradle, you know, against uh, the mm-hmm. other agent, you know, you're like and just really, really super fun game. And um, yeah, I mean, I guess I played some of the. What was the the one Tomorrow Never Dies? Is that the GameCube one? Um, or something yeah, like that. I remember well, playing the GameCube. There's like Nightfire, and then there's Tomorrow something. I don't know. Never knows or something. Because <laughs> I remember playing like on GameCube, and I think I even picked up like uh, you know 007 games on the Wii, if I remember correctly. And it's just. It's funny to look back upon them and, and see... You know, the GoldenEye on Wii is awesome. Yeah, and didn't it come with that uh, the cool, like, special controller, too? Yeah, it, it, the special edition one did, and I always oh, I kill myself for not getting that golden... Oh, what an idiot. You're an idiot, <laughs> I didn't get that Perry. controller. No, I was stupid. It was stupid. Now, he doesn't let that happen again now. He buys everything. Um, That's right. Hey, I did buy the Fire Emblem uh, 30-year thing. Oh, did he get it? Dude, it's huge, and it's and no cartridge heavy. to be found. It's heavy. Well, no, there is a cartridge. Well, they got it. that. It's just, that it's just made book. out of glass. Dude, there's a glass NES cartridge in the thing. Are you gonna open it, it up? It, it, no, probably not. Just wait. I don't know if I will. 
<laughs> scalper. <laughs> yeah, I think but I yeah. do want to buy um, the Fire Emblem game on the eShop. Because I think it's only like five bucks or something. But uh, I think it's five ninety nine. I believe. Boom. But yeah. But yeah, doubling back to James Bond, I think just having, you know, being able to explore the different, you know, areas, like even though they're broken up into missions, like you still have pretty large areas to explore. And I think that was something that like really stood out back in the day, just being able to like really like, hey, I can like free reign, go wherever the heck I want, you know, more or less. And and like just getting the different guns and then, like I said, then getting into uh the multiplayer, you get like the the Aztec, and you get the laser guns and stuff. Uh, very fun game. Um, and then yeah, Rare obviously went on to do the Perfect Dark game, uh, which it's funny. I I I I know people love Perfect Dark, but I feel like I never just played that much of it back in the day. So like my my allegiances to uh, you know Goldeneye, but I think Perfect Dark was probably arguably a better game. I think it had a lot of really frame rate issues. Um, that's what everyone has said. I've never played it before. Yeah, I've played it. I, I think, like I said, I don't know. To me, I was just always a GoldenEye guy. I was a GG. Yeah, it's 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 a lot more simple, I think, is what I, I figured. But yeah. But yeah. Yeah, a remake of that would be awesome. Oh, man. I'm surprised. I mean, do they still make GoldenEye games? I know they still make GoldenEye. Oh, not GoldenEye. I should well, say Well, the beautiful part is, you know... The beautiful part about the GoldenEye on the Wii, which is probably exactly 10 years ago, which we missed Donkey Kong Country. Donkey Kong Country Returns, 10 years old in in November. That's crazy. Isn't that crazy? 10 years, dude. Um, and uh, the GoldenEye on Wii was amazing, and it was ingenious because it wasn't a remake of the GoldenEye game. It was... A, it was another it was like another uh interpretation of the goldeneye movie it was just kind of you know it, it was devious you know where where no it's not based off the game but we're gonna we're gonna play in all this all the nostalgia you have mm-hmm. you know it's very interesting and i, I find that and, and it was really good and there was also double i and the same thing worked on me back on the gamecube the double i uh or, sorry, GoldenEye, Double Agent, or Rogue Agent. The old Double Eye. Double Eye. <laughs> that was my nickname in high school. <laughs> well, look who it is, Double Eye. Who's this guy with two eyes? Yeah, everyone. I went to a Cyclops school. <laughs> um, you were the weirdo. Yeah. But, yeah, I just thought that's, yeah. Anyway, good pick, Case. And, and just real quick, funny enough, I, I Googled James Bond um, games and it looks like the last one that came out was like 2013 or something or 2012. But it said in November 2020, which was just last month, IO Interactive announced Project 007, a brand new James Bond video game working closely with licensors MGM and Eon Productions. Uh, IO described the game as a, quote, wholly original Bond story where, quote, players will step into the shoes of their world's favorite secret agent to earn their 00 status in the very first Bond origin story. Uh, games in pre-production, so probably quite a while, but cool to see him bringing it back. That is cool. Yeah, I remember the last one, I believe, was a launch title on the Switch. And it was like, oh, Legends or something. 007 Legends or something. And it was like it, I, mean, I, I was interested in it, but it was apparently it was terrible. Uh, let's see, yeah, activating Samurai Mood Online, something like that. 
Double O Legends. Let's see. Yeah, it. Uh, you mean the Wii U, right? Not not the Switch. The Wii U, yeah. Yep. Oh, yeah, I might have December eleventh, twenty twelve. There you go. But uh, but yeah. Eh, oh, so it was a couple of days. Yeah, a couple of weeks. All right. Well, I have a couple of games to talk about. And I think I'm going to call them Quick Bites. Jerry's running out of steam Jer- here, Case. Jerry's got Quick Bites, but he ain't it's, got no it, taste. Oh, I don't. It's just sad. Are, Anywho, what are you doing for dinner? Are you just like, like I'll cares? have bread and water. No, I'm not having bread. I'm not going to waste carbs when I don't have any taste. Probably just have some more scrambled eggs. Ooh. Scrambled eggs are good. What you should do is just good. go and just if eat you can salad, taste them. dude. You'd be like, I, I was healthy for two weeks. I should. And then make when difference. the taste comes back, I swear to God, man, if a boss burrito isn't the first thing that enters that mouth, I'm going to be <laughs> angry. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Yep. I want it to come back. But my goodness, it's going to take a while. Do they? Hopefully do, it doesn't. Do you have like a... a What's the ETA on on taste recovery? So I, who knows? Everything with COVID is so vague. You know, could be a day. Like sometimes could you know be it could be a day. seriously. Yes, <laughs> it's like could be like you know three months. I mean, seriously, people say that. Yeah, I hope not. Dude. I'm telling you right now, if it is three months, you won't be seeing any more Jerry. <laughs> well, yeah, I was gonna say I hope it's not three months because you better. Bet that sweet bippy of yours, I'm not going to stop talking about delicious food on your account. Oh, no, good. Yeah. I'll just lose like 100 pounds. Yeah. They'll be like, holy cow, Jerry. who's that guy? He'd be like the opposite, like the anti, you know, like like in Santa Claus. Oh, yeah. Scott. Wait. Yeah, he blows your up. Your clothes. He'd be the opposite of yeah. that. Jerry, your clothes are <laughs> hanging off you. Uh, but don't worry. Yeah. If that did happen... Once the food the taste comes back, that would just leave the door open for you to eat gluttonlessly until you oh. until you fit back in the clothes. Oh yeah, exactly. I gained fifty pounds in three days. <laughs> That's what we needed okay. when I came to visit. Yes, it is. We were fools. We were fools then. We're fools now. Speaking of being fools now, not really. I'm going to talk about a game that popped up. That j- it was so funny. Uh, Jules skyped me. And he's like, "Hey, you should get this game." And I and and I was like, "Okay." And I looked it up online, and it the eShop posting came up, and it was two bucks. And I just hit download, and it was just like that. And that game is Daddish. Boh. Which I know, that, and that'll just be a little quick bite little thing. Um, so, <laughs> so, Daddish, I've never heard of this game before. Have you? Nope. Okay. So, you know, Jules said it's a great game. And I was like, okay. And I think it's normally 10 bucks. It, it might still be 10 bu- uh, it might It might have gone back up. But this is a platformer game. It, it's a really pretty pastel, uh, uh, fun uh, pixel game. It's just a really just a nice looking game, cute game. Um, and you play as a radish dad, and that's why it's called Daddish because mm. <laughs> you're a radish. Right, right there you have it. 
And the story is, the whole point of the game is to rescue, you know, to find your kids. So each level is a very simple level. But I mean, I don't mean simple like that simple, but I mean, it's it's just a, not a one screen, but it's kind of just like a, you know, like a half of a Super Mario Bros. level. I don't know. Not a big level. And you go and you just kind of make it through and you can double jump and you can that's it I think you just go and jump and that's about it and all the standard it's it's a very standard platforming affair you know which is okay i mean i love platformers so i'm down with that um hey if it ain't but broke some, don't fix it as they say exactly no absolutely and uh it's just a it's great and it's a, it is it's a one hit and you're dead and then it starts over you know but it's not like super meat boy you know it's not like you're doing these gruesome challenges and you know you go die and then poof, instantly spawn and then go die and it's nothing like that. It's like, it's like you know, it's like Chicken Wiggle. And actually, I got into a big conversation with Jules about this because that's one thing about Chicken Wiggle is that's interesting. That it's a hard balance is to balance a, a level with just being hit when you can get hit once and die. You know, mm-hmm. it's hard. You know, that's the difference it's between pun- like Mario. Yeah, it, it makes it punishing it for sure. You know, it, it does. It makes you it's think very about punishing your movements a little bit more. I think. Yeah, yeah, and so this one is pretty punishing. Where it's it's not that hard, but it's like it, it's a pretty long level. So if you die, it's like oh geez. Now they do get they do introduce checkpoints when you come in, um, and they're just it's just a fun game. I don't know. It's hard to. I mean, that's basically it. There's some really funny writing in it. Um, there is this. Uh, it's just it's a really very very um punny f- just down to earth funny uh dad humor mm-hmm. you know and it's really is funny and there's this one where and and one that literally had me laugh out loud which I, takes a lot for a game to actually make me laugh out loud um is the last one is like paper mario that's like going paper mario is so funny um but there's a level where you go down into this cave, you know, and you're going down there and, and you've, you've rescued like four of your kids before and you get to the end of this level and, uh, and, <laughs> and you know, you're going to walk up and it's going to be your kid, you know, but you walk up and it's this possum <laughs> and it's just, and it's just, and, and you know, the level kind of ends like with this little conversation and then, you know, the dad goes, Oh, you're not one of my kids. <laughs> and the possum just goes, Screech! <laughs> it just, you know, and then it just goes to the dad and he goes, Oh my gosh. Whoa. <laughs> it just says and then that's just the end of the level like and it's just really funny it actually was really funny caught me off guard um and anyway it's a really good game uh if everyone's looking for just a nice fun you know and what's funny is you wouldn't even know it if you picked up and played through it but there's this really awesome super mario world styled overworld that looks amazing that you wouldn't even know unless you quit and got back into it. It's very interesting. Like it doesn't it doesn't walk it you doesn't through the world. It doesn't kick you back to it. I think that's a big mistake. Yeah, they should have. But um that I I would if I would Yeah. I I think it's great. I I I think it would have been a little better if it had two um if you had two hearts, you know? Like if you got two hits. But it's still really fun and I was really enjoying it and it's and it runs well and giddy up. It's a fun game. Good music, fun music. So that's Dadish. Boom. Now, my second uh, quick bite is Tanuki Justice. Oh, Tanuki-san. Tanuki-san. Yeah, so Tanuki Justice. Uh, This is a game that we got a code for, 
And I looked at it, I was like, man, this game looks this game looks fantastic. Um, and it's definitely an absolute retro looking game. I would actually um for anyone who knows, I would uh I, I would uh compare it to Agalos, which I talked about last year that I really fell in love with. Just it looks genuinely like an old game, but obviously it has like you know better art. I mean, it's Shovel Knight esque, right? Mm-hmm. In that way, but it's a lot more simple. It's a lot, a way more simple. Um, and the game is, it's essentially a run and gun, a side scrolling platformer, run and gunner. Um, honestly, the best way to put it is, it's what, um, it's what I wish Mega Man was like. I mean. And because it, it feels a lot like Mega Man as well, like the 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 weight of your character, the way you shoot, you know, you have throwing stars. You're this Tanuki that has throwing stars, and and the cool thing is you can shoot um, all eight cardinal directions, which is fun. Mm. Um, and the game is really hard, and uh, really hard, and but it's not too hard. I, I I honestly, I first first you know my first playthrough, going through you know I beat the first level on normal. It was like normal, hard, and extra hard, something like that. And it was tough, and it's it's one of those things where, um, you know, it's like a one hit and you're dead again. Mm-hmm. And but then it's not you don't restart you don't restart the level, you keep going. You just have lives, kind of like arcade, you know, okay, it's kind of yeah. like going through an arcade. Um, and the really del- just bright visuals looks great. Um, soundtrack is is great, and uh, and it just uh. It's 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 just a really nice. I mean, it's it's very much a level based where you get through it and you get to the end, and then there's some events that occur, like like you know, like like you're side scrolling, and then finally you get to like a waterfall, and now the waterfall's there, and then there's fish jumping out, and now you can't like you can't keep scrolling. You know, you have to wait till you fi- finish all the enemies. Very just like any arcade shooting, run and gun shooter. You know, Contra or not, man, think Contra or or Metal Slug or or um, yeah yeah. Valfaris. Valfaris is a, a recent one that, you know, just, you know, just a fun running gunner. And um, smartly designed, uh, simple enemy design, big, juicy, chunky pixels that look great. Um, and really hard and fun. I, I'm really enjoying it. I And I wish I had more um, information on it. I was looking it up, um, and I saw that it is ha- it does have a physical release, Ooh. which I will be picking up. Jimmy J. Because it's a great game. Jimmy J, you know, on, on that news radio show, the, uh, so Steven Root, who plays Bill on King of the Hill, mm-hmm. he's one of the greatest character actors of all time. He plays one of the main characters on news radio. He is the, uh, CEO. He's like a billionaire CEO <laughs> that owns the, owns the radio. And his name is Jimmy James. Old Jimmy James. <laughs> yep. Um, anyway, side note. Or Jimmy but, Yeah. Tanuki. Tanuki Justice. There's uh, there's some big old enemies. Some. It's just. It runs great. It feels good. It's fun. It's just fun. Okay. Okay. Can you good get off my back, Casey? American it's just fun. fun. It really is. I mean, it's it's tough, it, but it's not crazy crazy tough. And and the levels aren't super long. So you know, you get to the end. Even if you got to the very end of the boss and then you died. It's like it's very much that oh let's get back in and, and get it you know and then and then when you like you know when you beat the level you can start from that level for many like when even like I just opened up the game and I, I started from level three you know mm-hmm. 
and um, it was great. So I would really recommend Tanuki Justice uh, for people who like, um, you know, pretty hard old school. But it's not like it's not, it's not like Mega Man, where it's like cheap level design. It's not like that. So so, but but it does. It like I said, it just it feels like make what Mega Man should be, in my opinion. <laughs> and so uh, it's like I wish you know, and it it's not you know, there's no stupid pushback and stuff like that because you just die <laughs> and then you start a new. you're dead but it but it's scaled for that you know mm-hmm. it's just it feels good it's just it's a good feeling game so i would recommend it um so yeah that's tanuki justice sweet now i believe you you said you got one more for us i'll do one more Um, I've also been playing a little bit, uh, I just played it for about an hour, uh, Burnout Paradise Remastered. Ooh, I played that yeah, one. Yeah, so, yeah, you did. And I really had only what you told me. I, I didn't really know anything about it. It just looked fun. I remember what stood out to me about why I wanted to get this was that it was 60 frames. And it was just like, that's so important to me now. I think it looks really, it just feels good in a game. Um... And of course, n- not a deal breaker if it's not, but it's just it's it's a big plus for me. And so this game looks great on Switch, and it runs like that, and it is good. I gotta say, um, I, the only way I was trying to figure out how to how I was gonna say this, but it's like culture shock. Hmm. <laughs> the way the 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 production of this game is so weird. First of all, and I'm pretty sure you talked about this, but maybe not. The rigmarole you have to get through to play the game. You put it in, and then they have to make an EA account. You have to make an EA account to, to log. That's crazy. Yeah, that, that definitely then, feels like a, a, a thing terrible. at the time. Yeah, when it was like, oh, you got Origin. You got to download this. You got to play oh, this. Oh, man, that. terrible. And then you got to keep... It's just there's so much... And then all those menus of like agreeing... Like, what am I agreeing to? Like, just, you know... How come Nintendo doesn't have those? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Maybe they do. Does, does Splatoon 2 have that? I don't think it has pages no. of, of small text that you're not going to read that you agree to that you, uh, at the end. Yeah, I don't know if Nintendo... I know, like, sometimes it's like you got to click it. Yeah. But, like, I think I had to do that when I played, like, 2K game. Sure, and, and yeah. That I mean, that's... Stuff, yeah. Exactly. So, anyway, Burnout Paradise is, like... You know, it's just, it's just, it's weird. It's unlike Nintendo games where there's this narrator, do in this, you know, female and male, do this. And then, you know, you need to stop. Like everything you do, they tell you, this is where you are on the map. And this is where you have to go. And then like, there's so much information and it's so cheesy. Like, it's so like, it's so like, like cruising USA, you know, like mid Mm nineties, you know, like. Like checkpoint, yeah. you know, it's, it's like there that, go, and I think it's, I think it's supposed to, you know what I mean? I think it is supposed to, but funny thing is, like with a name like Burnout, I feel like it, it's supposed to have like this edge to it, you know, like not all the way like Grand Theft Auto, but like at least have some sort of an edge to it. Where I thought it would be more like gritty, and it's like the opposite of gritty. It's like, hey, welcome to Paradise Island. Yeah, you know? I, I think it's and, definitely like you said, trying to sort of capture a little bit of that. 
uh, cruise in USA, maybe get the absolutely, people who yeah, like, yeah. I haven't played a, a, a car driving game. Um, yeah, and it's I, I super say it's, exactly. It's sort of a racing game. It's sort of like a demolition game. It's sort of just really just get in the car and do stuff, you know. So I definitely think yeah, it was like trying to get those people that maybe don't normally uh, dip into a game like this per se, you know. Yes. To sort of get back into it. I gotta say, yeah, the one of the most impressive, and uh, I guess let me say, and I do not mean that's a bad thing at all. What I'm, what I'm trying to like convey is that I wasn't expecting that. I was like, whoa, like this is like it just felt weird. Um, but one of the most impressive things about the game is the crashes, dude. I mean, the way that they do that, and that you know, it, it's obviously, and we talked about this on, I think we talked about this about um, the F Zero game, Fast Racing. Yeah. On uh, what is it? Fast Racing Neo is that what it's called? And then it was Fast RMX. RMX, that's what it is. Fast RMX. Neo yeah. was for for the Wii U. Gotcha. Um, you know that game. You know, obviously, pretty pretty small development team. You know, like like I but but that game competes with. You know, it looks so good, right? I mean, it, it competes because, and I think that one of the things that they got away with is that they they crashes. You know. Mm-hmm. But there's no crashing in that game. It's just kind of like you know, boom, you know, and they're, oh, they kind of back at which is it. fine. Yeah. It's fine, right? Because it's like you know how many resources it would take to get. I mean, like, it I makes sense. You know, it's like either we make the game without crashes or we don't. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. It could have been, yeah, yeah. But yeah. with this, you know, obviously they have a huge budget with Burnout, and it is pretty amazing, like the way the physics work and the way you actually like ram people off the road and stuff. Um, and uh, it just looks really good, so I wanted to say that. And and yeah, the racing. I mean, the the actual driving just feels great. And getting, you know, it just feels good. The the and then the weird thing though is like I wish there was more of like a. I mean, I guess there could be, but I wish there was more of a story or something. I mean, it's just it seemed really just like just drive around and mm-hmm. no, stop at a stoplight, then race, you know, and then that's yeah, it. Yeah, you know? I think they definitely again, if you think about when it first came out, just like hey, open world's cool. Hey, how about an open world driving game? I have no idea when this game came out. To be honest, um, let me see. I'm pretty sure it was like early. No, yeah, okay. So late aughts, uh, 2008. I was. This game came out in 2008. Yeah, so I was thinking maybe it was like early oh, wow. 2010s, but yeah. Oh, but then it was remastered. Okay, then it was yeah. remastered. So Burnout Paradise. But so gotcha. 2008, open world was the thing, right? So it was like, hey, you, there is no main objective. Go upgrade your license, unlock cars, do crazy cool stuff. You know. So I think they I were, had no idea that this game was 12 years old. That's crazy. Wow, okay. Yeah, so I think okay. you know, think back to like I said everyone was open world everything back then, right? So I think Oh yeah. that was the game, yeah. like game plan, like let's just give them a spot to go do whatever. You know, we we don't want to hold them back yeah. anyway, really like aside from making an EA account, you know. Yeah. Amazing. Well, it's it's fun. And uh, I like the game, and uh, I don't know if I'll go back to it, like just because I have so much stuff. But it was really, it, I, mean, I might. It, it was just fun to. I, I on my projector, I, I stayed up till two forty-five a.m. playing it, and it was just kind of fun. And uh, sitting there, yeah. just I, like, I mean, it's, man, I wish I could eat something. I, <laughs> I, yeah. Oh no, I was eating stuff then. Um, I de- but yeah, I definitely think, man, for for being a tw- obviously it's a remaster, but for being twelve years old fabulous i mean like i mean didn't know that i thought this was like four or five years old boom so there you go you learn something new every day mm-hmm. so how are the shadowlands treating you case oh they're good they're good uh the, the raid opened up the first raid 
opened up the other day, so we we got in there. Castle Nathria. Yeah. Yeah. It, so there's ten bosses. We killed three of them, and we were close to the fourth one. Uh, but unfortunately, people had to go, and and like so pretty much uh, we have like uh, Leroy Jenkins. Yeah, we have like sort of a, a core group of of people. Like I said, it's me and a couple people, and like that I played with, and then a couple people they have. So we've got like a solid core. But we need to get some more people, and the people we... And in the beginning, it's sort of like a crapshoot, right? Because it's like, oh, well, who are these guys? They're a bunch of brand new... Yeah, it's like a brand new guild, right? Like, they don't, you know... Who are these jimmies? Yeah, so we got a couple people, and... Uh, ooh, Lord have mercy. Our third healer. <clears throat> not to be mean, but boy. They sucked, you know? So uh, so that definitely held us back. So we, we, That was me. Yeah, yeah. That was me. I didn't want to say anything until now. You, you have a very convincing female voice. Um, <laughs> but no, yeah, see, it was Casey. one of those, like, we, we'd seen her play, and we're like, eh, hopefully she could be good, you know, ho- and uh, she ain't it, you know? She ain't it. So, mm-hmm. yeah, we got some work to do, but it was fun to get in there, and, uh, and, and it's funny because, like, a lot of people oh, go in there and sort of blow through it, but uh, they're actually, it seems to be like a lot of people are sort of struggling a little bit on on these bosses. So it's good, always fun when, when the, the stuff's actually difficult, you know, but, uh, but yeah. So, so okay, and I, I, I only mentioned this only because Josh was really asking, you know. Let this be um, known, Perry's bringing up the WoW talk. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, for because of let this you know that it's because of Josh, our friend Josh, uh, wanted us to. Um, no, so can you just just do a quick explanation of like let's say you're gonna face a boss right now, now what and then you died right because he because he killed he killed all of you right is that what mm-hmm. right so what would you do differently, like what would it what would be the difference like like for winning next time okay. So essentially, with a, a a boss fight in Warcraft, right? Um, and we're, we'll talk from like a, uh, a a raid perspective. The the raid, like a boss, has a bunch of different mechanics that you need to work through. So often in the very beginning, it's sort of like, hey, let's figure out the fight, right? Because like people have yeah, okay, guides, so exactly. Essentially, Just like every boss in existence ever. Yeah, you're gonna. <laughs> what's up? I would say just like every boss yeah, in existence yeah. ever. So <laughs> I mean, like, yeah, you gotta see like how they attack, like attack patterns. And so stuff. what happens is you go online and like people have guides, right? People who played the beta and stuff, so you can see the fight right. pretty much play, play out. Um, and then you need to deal with. So essentially, the, the boss here. I'll give you a sort of a quick breakdown of the boss. We 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 didn't kill, but we were close to. Um, she's got four okay. main abilities, right? One, it's a tank swap. So you got to have two tanks. They get hit with like an ability that really hurts, and then like you switch. So then the boss is attacking the person who doesn't have that attack on them. Then she also throws these bottles around the room, which uh, show up as a little circle on the floor, and you need to have someone run and catch them. If you don't catch them, then there's just a ton of damage to everyone in the raid. Then there's a third one where these pillars come up, three of them, and then three p- players have these uh, this red line attached to them, and you need to run behind the pillars uh, and and break the pillar essentially. Then there's a, the okay. fourth one. It's like they spawn ads, um, which you need to kill, and like they you need to interrupt them, otherwise they do a big damage essentially. So and then like that 
that's the four main abilities. And in this particular fight, the way it works is like they get powered up and like on level two and level three are more difficult to deal with. So essentially it's like, sure, I could tell you all of those mechanics and like, all right, like mm -hmm. obviously real right now, real quick, you'd be like, okay, I don't know what's going on. But if you watch the video, you'd be like, okay, I see how these play out, right? But then you need to get in there sure. and actually do it and like, oh, okay, as a group, these couple people are going to run out and collect the bottles, you know? And then these couple people have to deal with this. So it's just sort of getting everyone on the same page and, and, and going through it. And then, like, on top of that, it's like the healers need to work and sort of work together. Like, okay, this is where the, like, at this point of the fight, a lot of damage comes, right? And everyone's getting hurt. So we need to use abilities that are going to be able to counteract that. And, like, generally those abilities have cooldowns, right? Like, a couple minutes. So it's like, oh, we can only use this once every, in a while. So it'll be like, all right, now we know we need to use this one ability at this point to help us get through it, you know? So it's it's essentially right. just, like, seeing how the fight plays out and then fine-tuning, like, where the damage is coming and what's happening. And, you know, like, you'll essentially say, okay, we died there, too much damage. All right, what was the damage from? Oh, it's because we didn't catch a bottle, right? We need to catch that bottle, then the damage doesn't go out, and therefore no one's dying, you know, and the healers are having an easier time. So it's like, essentially, like, raiding, it's like, get in there, fight, and like, oh, we make progress, oh, 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 we killed the boss, you know? So, right. of course, there are different bosses and different mechanics, like, some will just be like, hey, this, you need more gear, like, you just need to do more damage, in which case, like, you get better items eventually, and then you can do more damage and stuff. So, I mean, each one sort of has a different, like, different thing to deal with. And then essentially raiding is getting in there, figuring out what it is, and getting everyone on the same page to kill the boss, you know? And, like, of gotcha. course, there are going to be times, like, when you get to the super-duper difficult, like, when you get to the world-first uh, race, right? Like... Hey, we are playing the toughest content. We are the best players in the world. Like, you can see how they fine-tune and, and, like, oh, okay, they changed this or that. Um, you know, when it's lower difficulty, like, you could sort of, you know, beat around the bush, like, you know, do things a little differently. But at the same token, the players aren't as good, you know. And point in case, like I said, we had a terrible healer in our group last night, and we had, like, a few people who just, like, weren't doing enough damage, you know, where if we had people who were doing a little bit more damage, we would have killed that boss, you know? So right. it's just like, that's the, the big gist of it is getting in there. Then you kill them. You get like really great pieces of gear that, Oh, you're going to do more healing or you're going to do more damage or you can stay alive longer, you know? And, uh, and uh -huh. that's sort of the, the progression is like, Oh, you go in, get gear. It resets, the following week, you go back in, things are a little easier now, and now you can do the more difficult bosses, right? Because you're getting more mm -hmm. powerful as you go. So um, it's really just like knowing the fights and then getting in there and actually working it as a group to, to down it. So it, it's a big teamwork thing. Skiddly douche. Love it, dude. You just call me a skiddly douche? Yep. Mm, all right. Well, with that, we're going to take a quick break. Actually, I don't even think... It could be. Oh, by the way, your break last. <laughs> that made me laugh out oh, loud. Oh, you like that? <laughs> <laughs> that was beautiful. Oh, where were we talking about a big juicy break? And then we mentioned offhand it would be funny to play. 
we were talking about the playing a time, niche yeah. song, a niche song. And they're like, oh, it'd be funny to play the Song of Time. And then you literally just played the Ocarina. There you have it. I mean, not even like the full version, just the... Nope. It, that was that was so funny. It, it, that was perfect comedic timing because I was like, it would be really funny if this was just a small version. And it Boom. is. <laughs> Nail on the head. Beautiful. I'd be fine if you want to do that again. Also, it would be really funny if you played a five-minute song right I'm going to look for like a, well. or orchestra, like... That are like Warcraft. I play the whole Shadowlands OST. <laughs> yeah, or or the uh, or Goldeneye. You could do like one of those Goldeneye songs. Ooh, I'd probably. Cool. Well, we're gonna play a little bit of that before too. But the uncompressed ones. Oh man, those sound so good. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, we'll see you on in the Shadowlands. See you in fifteen minutes. Alrighty, we are back, Jerry, and I believe, all right, so we had a little conversation while we paused it, while that 20-minute beautiful music interlude was going down. You know what? I wish we had that recorded that was playing, like, underneath the music. Yeah, I was just, so so Perry had uh, tweeted, or I should say Per Schneider had tweeted, right, that uh, how dumb Apple's mouse was for having the charger on the very bottom, right, making it utterly useless while trying yes. if your battery dies literally using it. literally useless so like you can't use it so instead of you know buying <laughs> a you mouse to scroll. that could be functional you know uh pear shows he's got two of these mice so not only is does he hate that the charging's on the bottom he hated it so much that he just bought another one now okay perry had brought up the point maybe you, he had well, two computers right or he he had owned two of these computers and like all right he's got two via that way but you were trying to tell me right this is the best functioning mouse out there you you okay it, that was your I literally right? responded I said it is awful I said it's the best feeling mouse I, it is you the said best. functional but I meant for when you're using it and I and I I wish I could get on this boat with you but I completely complete I mean. I completely agree with you. I mean, I wish I could get on my own boat, but I it is the worst design I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. It is horrible. horrible. Absolutely terrible. And yeah. someone wrote off on this, or many people, and like I said, you can't tell me that they could not have the same wonderful functionality, and, and this is, I'm taking your word for it, I you know, um, 
and, and I believe you that the mouse is very good. You know, I believe you. Uh, generally speaking, Apple does make good stuff, right? They just, you know, bend you over and charge you a bunch for it. But in this case, they make you buy a second one <laughs> if you really want to fully never be mouseless. But you can't tell me that it's, they could not get the charging port at the very top so that, you know, Dude, it would more or less look like I, a normal mouse. I think it's the stupidest thing in the world. I can't believe they don't have it on the top. And you know why they do that? It's because they want your money. For the look. And they know. Well, well no. The look. Wait, hold on. No, tell me. what. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What do you mean they want my money? So, hold on, hold on. You're telling me they put it on the very bottom because of the look, right? So, they don't. Uh, of course, that's why they do So, that. here's the thing. Yes. I'm looking at, have you ever looked at a mouse? I am doing it right now, and this is probably the first time ever. That I'm looking at the mouse like head on, where the from the very front, looking back, right? No one looks yeah. at that very front. So you're telling me a little tiny, tiny USB, mini USB plug up there is going to make it so aesthetically gr- grotesque that people won't want to purchase no. it anymore? I am telling you, I specifically want what you oh, just no, 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 said. No. I, you're defending them though, saying that I'm not defending you, them. I'm telling you why they did that. That is not, that I'm not is defending not the them. They are doing it because they know that they can do this and people are just going to buy another mouse. And if you don't no, buy another no, mouse. I, I don't know anyone who's bought another mouse. I see a picture of a pair with two mice here. That makes no sense. Why would you buy another one? Because then they'd both be dead. No, because then you have one fully charged at all times. And then, oh, this one's dying. Let me. Plug no, in my new mouse. No I shouldn't say plug it in. It takes it takes five minutes. It takes five minutes to charge. I'm it. telling you, no one people cares. People absolutely buy another mouse here. Absolutely. I because first well, off, we're underestimating a lot of people who just have heads. a ton of money, and to them, okay. it would just not matter. But that's why I, Apple did it. I don't think so. <laughs> I, oh yeah. I, I don't. I, oh, that's not why Apple did 4 it. Four million percent, dude. You, like I said, you can't to buy another mouse. No, I've never heard that before, and I don't agree. Ugh. And, and Sorry, I, but I will agree that it is the stupidest. And I think it's it asinine that you're telling me they did it because it would be too ugly to have a tiny little USB mini port at the top where no one would it, ever see it because nobody looks at a mouse from that angle. You really don't... Th- it, hold on. You don't think that Apple would choose to do that? I'm not saying I chose Oh, to no, do that. I understand. I'm saying I'm, Apple chose aesthetically. And and you can't tell me they're not thinking on top of that. Maybe they go, yeah, it looks aesthetically better, right? All right. No, you, no, there's no, you cannot see a single port, even though you never look at a mouse from the top front view anyway. But they, all right, so they go pros and cons, right? They're looking at a pro. Okay, it looks better this way. Con, you uh-huh. can't use it while you charge. Oh, well, that doesn't matter because people are buying another one because Apple people love Apple products and they will, they they don't question it. They don't question it. And even when they do question it. And I have like everything from Apple. Look, this is Paris tweet. How is the bottom charge port on Apple's wireless mouse still a thing? Life finds a way, but begrudgingly, I switch between two when one runs out of juice, always in the middle of something. Worst design ever. So you told me before, oh, you got plenty of time. To, to get this warning that I just think they they very much weighed the, the pros and cons like they're not dumb right they we put this charger on the bottom they're not going to be able to use it while charging it's not like oh the, suddenly that the realization okay. came to them after producing all of these 
So they knew that, and they did the trade-off. Well, whatever. You know, people just have to charge it when they're not using it, or they'll just buy another one. You know, it was Selma Dongle. And, and it's what's hilarious is in the picture, it's got his Apple uh, laptop there with a freaking a dongle the size of Texas on the side of it. Dude, I'm a, fan, I'm a total fan of the dongle. Total fan of the dongle. Because you don't you, you only you use it when you need it. And I I I was against or the it at first could just but be there. Dude, you're the one that said that made fun of my iPhone for all that stuff and then you bought a crappy Android phone that's had the same thing. So let's just cuz Apple opened the door off, there. But uh, let's get off your high horse. Oh no, I'm going to stay Apple. up on this high horse and look down at this dumb Apple decision. But what am I saying with you? What am oh, I no, saying? I'm not that arguing I, what am I disagreeing? You. The only thing you seem like you're arguing the with only, me. I mean, you seem like you're, the only like thing I'm, I'm arguing with you is that their sole purpose was it. It is that it, it, it's from a, a oh, it would look ugly or not look as good if it had a tiny little port at the top. Where I think almost everyone in the entire world would say, you know what. I can deal with the tiny little charger port, which, you know, happens to be on almost all of our devices, right? Now that everything's pretty much rechargeable, except for Xbox, dude. <laughs> Side note, I saw My a funny, com- like a Duracell commercial, and they're like... Is the new one still? Yeah, and they're like, upgrade oh your goodness. gaming Xbox controller with Duracell batteries. And I'm like, oh... Oh, my goodness. I'm like... That's because they have something, you know, they have a, a deal with that. I know, it's just so funny that it's like, come on, Xbox, get with the program. But, but... uh but yeah. No, no, but uh, no, listen. I think it is the stupidest thing, the charging thing on the bottom of the Mighty Mouse. I tr- I truly do. It's unacceptable. It's stupid. That being said, it doesn't really affect me one bit because I have a trackpad that I use. That I, I love my trackpad. So, so, and I, so it's not a problem as long as you have an alternative device I'm telling you for me i don't know i'm just i'm just i, I just want to see we're on the same page here right well the thing is is it's a different thing i mean yes it's more, i mean i know it what it is, is. I, I i it's not a sep. it's not a second mouse it's something i use for di- completely different things oh, you know what i, I mean? know so it's not the same thing but but it but acts yes. like a mouse dude i think it's no, the i know i'm thing. just saying the, the trackpad acts as a mouse right so yeah, as long yeah. as you have something that is does the functionality of a mouse and that, alternative that, this is no problem at all so as long as you have and the, and, multiple devices and the trackpad has a charger on the front of it that you can use dude so, if the trackpad, so the trackpad had a thing on the bottom <laughs> <laughs> see but that's what i'm saying it's like clearly like with the trackpad it was no problem to put the tiny little charger there and like what's an, the most annoying thing is it's like all right if you wanted to tell me you had to plug like a huge like a normal sized usb in there you know i could say okay those ports are sort of big right and, and the mouse itself is sort of small so i could like i could see the argument more but the the charging things are so tiny now that like you would not even notice it I know, man. I know. I think it's literally. It's. It, I think the scheme. I don't think it's so people buy. Honestly, I dude, think that's a, I, a convenient. Listen, all, I think they thought about is, it and they said we will get people who buy another one. I'm sure they did, but I think the bigger reason is so that in the future they can release the one that has the one on the on the front. Oh, I think so they they don't want to dupe you by buying a second one. They just want to dupe you in a few years. No, no. It's just like what everyone. Right. It's like they. It's like. 
it's just that it's that upgrade they can show you. Oh, and it charges on the front now. It's like and that is I so cannot stupid. wait to see that advertisement in the future. And, the, and it's only I know. You $20 seem very passionate about it. Because it's stupid, dude. Oh, It is stupid. And, but, and, you know, the only thing, the only reason why you're railing on it right now is because that's one of the only stupid things that Apple's done. Oh, that's a, a hardly a, a, a this situation. But I will, what I think <laughs> what you riled me up. I just wanted to see. Is that you said this, this was the best functioning mouse. And, and like I said, it could very well be if you take the charging aside, the best mouse ever. But the fact that you can't use it while it charges, it is not functionally the best mouse at all. It can't be. It, and I will not take that as an answer. Right. Okay. So we can agree it is not the best functioning mouse ever. Uh, Yes, we can agree okay. on that. All right. Also, it's but funny. Pear's got I no I will shirt say on I would not use any other. <laughs> Did you see that? No, he does. He does. I, it's an orange oh, shirt. Oh, okay. Was, it, it, it'd almost yeah. be better. Like he woke up so pissed off that his stupid mouse he probably paid eighty bucks for is out of it, ah. stupid Apple. Anyway, yeah. um, did, I, I don't have my in, in switch over here. I think we're just gonna go into the lone bit of news, unless you have a game that you really want to talk about on the eShop. <laughs> no, no, we can go into. Well, we're giving away a game. Ooh, that's right. Yeah, I'm all I'm all flabbergasted right now. Because um, you just got hit with so, the truth bomb. No, I I mean, geez, the passion bomb. Oh, but anyway, I was tired before, uh, but I'm I'm ready to run a marathon right now. Just oh, that's amazing. <laughs> so we're gonna give away two. Well, okay, so we're gonna give away that electro ride game. We were gonna do last time, then we got canceled. You know, we got canceled. Yeah, we got Twitter canceled got, uh, us, but then we fought back. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, we'll do that one. Go ahead and just I'll, I'll keep that normally, but we're not gonna put that on the Twitter replies. Send us an email if you want to be entered for that. But we do have a new game this week, which is exciting, eh? And this is actually looks really cool. This is for a game called it's funny name Splashy Cube. Ooh. Splashy Cube. Very splashy <laughs> and it's. And uh, honestly, check out the the trailer for it. It looks really cool. It's kind of like a like a like a voxel like it's it's a very stylish looking game, which it doesn't sound like with the word splashy. Yeah. <laughs> really cool though. Really cool looking. Check it out. But we have a code for that. Um, so go ahead and uh, check out our tweet for that, and you can just respond to that to enter and share and follow. Boom. So we've got all right. So we got three giveaways going on this episode, right? We've got. Um, Sushi Striker, which is a listener exclusive. We've got, um, what was that one you just said before? Uh, I'm blanking on the name. The one we were going to do last week. Oh, oh, elect- Electro Ride. Electro Ride. That's also an email in listener only. And then the other one will be on Twitter. So we got we got games That's right. going out this week. That's right. Yeah, we it do. is the holidays. That's right. So, yeah. Uh, boom. Sweet. So okay. So we'll just have that be. I don't. Did we click for the eShop roundup? I don't even know if we did. What's up? I don't. Did we? I don't think we even like did the eShop roundup. No, right? I said. Are are we skipping the e eShop roundup here? Right. I, I I just can't remember if we if we played the jingle. Oh no, for we it. didn't. No, we didn't. Okay. Well, then we're no eShop roundup this week. And you know what's great about that is that if we skip an eShop roundup. <sighs> We don't have to punish ourselves for 45 minutes the next week. That was straight brutality. 
That's the difference between the eShop Roundup and the new eShop Roundup. Thank you much, <laughs> ladies and gents. So let's go right into the news. News Talk with Casey Gibson. Much like a quick bite, we're getting a quickie right here. Only one bit of news as we uh, sort of trug along here in December, get to the holidays, right? Uh, you know, not, not big busters coming out. Probably won't see a Nintendo Direct until January at absolute earliest. So uh, we got some time there. But Persona 5. Now, no, no, no. It's not Persona 5 the game. It's Persona 5 Strikers, uh, formerly known as Persona 5 Scramble in other territories. Um, this is the, uh, you know, it's like the Hyrule Warriors game, right? But with Persona. And that is coming out February 23rd, 2021. So just a couple months from now. Uh, two and a half, give or take. And um, yeah, I mean, if you really love Persona, I'm sure it's going to be a super fun game. And I do like Persona. I do, uh, I never beat the fifth one, but, I, you know, I'm I'm good on on these kind of games, you know, I'm going to get my fill with Hyrule Warriors for uh, for Christmas, hopefully. Um, I mean, looking at the screenshots and stuff, wink, wink. definitely looks pretty cool. And, uh, I mean, it, it's like the characters, right? Everything about Persona is, is super flashy. And then, like, combine that with, like, the, the you know, Warriors-style gameplay. And I think they match pretty well, you know, uh, as far as, like, a, a pair made in heaven. Um but yeah, not something I'll probably end up playing, but I think... That surprises me. It, it, now, I just wish the, the... Just give us Persona 5, like the game, you know? I don't want these side games. Hey, I have some great news what? about Persona 5 Strikers. What's that? Yeah, and that example. is that the Bivs is going to be coming onto the show and talking about it pretty soon. Mm, the Bivvies. The Bivs! <laughs> <laughs> I'm actually really excited it's, about Dan. I haven't talked to him in a long say, time. I was going to say, it's been too long since we've seen that big, beautiful man. I know. I know. That cheating son of a gun. <laughs> <laughs> when you win, you yeah, cheat. Yeah, he's like, where is the cheat code menu in Persona 5 Strikers? <laughs> you know what's really funny? That, that when I've Because obviously, uh, like I said before, Persona 5 Scramble is what we were sort of uh, accustomed to the name. So when I saw Persona 5 Strikers, I was like, Yo, is, is this some sort of crazy Persona 5 soccer game, dude? And then I was like, oh, no, it's just they renamed it, which uh, a little upset. Amazing. Because how cool would a soccer game? Dude, strikers, It'd be amazing. I miss strikers, man. Dude, next time you're over, can we play yes. that? Dude, I, I remember playing my roommate I have the Wii in college. One, uh, we used to play that. Dude, it would get so intense. Like slamming people into the electrified walls, scoring those big goals. Ooh-wee. Oh, man. <laughs> we got Casey riled up. We should start every episode of the podcast off with just like you could bring to the table some sort of stupid asinine thing Apple's done. Well, I'll get riled up and then uh, then we'll get on with the show. Uh, I just don't have that much hate in my heart. Ooh, you know? I'm full of it. I'm full of it, Perry. I know it's 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 like you live on <gasps> it. The thing is, is that it's like when you. I just don't need I'm to get a, into it. It's a pity. It's a pitiful thing. I'm a man who roots against his football team every week. He has to watch horrible <laughs> sports all his life. <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> Dude, I know what you are. You're a sadist. Maybe. Or oh, a masochist. 
Yeah, probably mass. Ma- yeah. You're one of those things. That's why you have a PC. That's why you follow the Jets. Oh, uh, dude. That's why you play World of Warcraft. The, 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 <laughs> the Jet game was amazing, dude. It was literally <laughs> in what way? the most insane game of all time. In what way? So like, we're playing the Oakland Raiders, or I should say, give me the give me the give me the brief version because I got I got to head out. All right, Las, soon. Ve- Las Vegas Raiders coming to town. They have a bad loss last week. They should kick the living crap out of us. Um, okay. They're up 17 points going into the fourth quarter. Everything is going as according to plan. And then uh, then all of a sudden the Jets remember how to play football, dude. We we, we score like three touchdowns unanswered. We've got a lead, a four point lead with like. It was Uh-oh. like 30 seconds left, dude. I was like, "Oh no, this is how it goes down, dude. This is how yep. we lose Trevor Lawrence." Yep. Oh. And what's funny is the other worst team in the league, the Jags, like they were <laughs> they were winning and we were losing, right? So we're like, "Yeah!" And then then yeah. they were losing and we were winning and it was like, "Oh no, this is a nightmare." Oh, and no. then the Jets on the second to last play <laughs> Our guy gets beaten deep. Easy touchdown. Derek Carr overthrows him by like a country mile. And it's like, oh, dude, what are you doing? Very next play, there's like nine seconds, dude. All like all we have to do is just not give up a touchdown. And then our defensive coordinator calls a cover zero blitz, which means we bring the house and like it's just one-on-one on the wide receivers. No safety help. Uh-huh. And they have like one of the fastest wide receivers in the league, and then we throw up an undrafted rookie against him. Burnt like a piece of toast left in the toaster too long, man. Touchdown, they win with four seconds left. And it, and it was like, yes! It was like, oh my God. <laughs> it was amazing. It was like unbelievable, really. That is and then, awesome. Um, that actually is. And fabulous. what's really funny is at the same time the Jags tie up the ball game and go into overtime. So we're like, because what we need, we need Jacksonville to win one game. You need them to win, and yeah. then yeah. we can win a game. Because right now, right, right, we have no wins. They have one win. But if we were gotcha. to win and we both have one win, they have the top pick due to tiebreaker. Gotcha. So. I want to win a game, but only after Jacksonville wins one themselves, you know? So at, Come on, So, yeah, Jax. it was like, oh, my God, Jacksonville's going to win. And then they, they ended up losing. But we lost, too, so so we're keeping pace. But uh, We're back on, we're, yeah, back on easy street. Yeah, so we just got to keep keep chugging along. And then it's funny that, like, everyone's like, that was a clear tank job. Like, this is a blatant, like, they did that on purpose. Um, but, I mean, I, I could see why people would say that, but... Our, we're just bad, and we fired our defensive coordinator right. um, the gotcha. next morning. Yeah. But it's funny, like every, everyone's like, in five years they're gonna be statues of Greg Williams outside MetLife Stadium because that was everyone's like that was the most important play in Jets history in the last like decade and a half, you know. <laughs> um, but Amazing. yeah, truly, truly incredible stuff. So I love yeah. it. Trevor Lawrence well, and his golden locks. They're still in. They're still in play, Jerry. Still in play. All right. Well, Casey, it was really fun on this episode of Talk Nintendo. Two, 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 baby. All two. It's our ballerina. Just like episode. the number of Apple mice you need to be able to function. That's just not you a need fact. Need two. But you or know what? One in a trackpad. <laughs> you know what? You have to root in for other teams. You know, you're <laughs> you're doing all the work. I'll give it to you, buddy. Twenty twenty is a weird year, dude. But. 
like I have been agreeing with you the entire time, it is the stupidest thing. Real anyway, quick, with that Mets said, news. we got a new owner. He's rich. I've talked about that. Everyone else in Major League Baseball is like, we can't afford anyone. And our guy's like, I've got 14 million that says, uh, billion, excuse me, that says otherwise. Jimmy James, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Feels good. <laughs> that's exactly who. What's up? I said that's exactly what he would do. He would buy a baseball oh, team in the show. Yeah. But anyway, very good. Uh, yeah, we have tons of giveaways going on right now. Uh, send us an email and put it in the put. It has to be separate email though, because I'm sneaky. Has to be sushi striker somewhere in the email, and maybe say why you want it, or maybe say something that rhymes with sushi striker, or a joke that has sushi in it, or one time when you had sushi, or one time when you striked when you struck someone, or an insult to Apple. Strike. Either one of those work. Absolutely, and I'll just let. The listeners gauge if I'm going to pick the ones that insult <laughs> Apple. Well, what if they all? No, do? I, I, I am totally fine with insulting Apple. I'm, I am absolutely fine with that because everyone's a giblet head. But anyway, it's it's one of those things. Anyway, I won't get into it. But yeah, send an email to tnp at nintendoreport.com. We are back. We are live on Twitter. So follow us at Talk Nintendo Pod. That's Talk Nintendo. Oh, D. That's right. And Casey, I want to thank you for editing this episode. Yep. And I, I'd kiss you, but yeah, I got don't no, don't come cool. near me. I don't know it for sure. I yet. mean, if you don't have taste, I'm willing to bet. I'm imagine yeah. like actually, yeah. it's something way worse. <laughs> You're like, oh yeah, no. it's actually, it's actually smallpox. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah, or malaria. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, all right, that's it. That's it. Toodly McDoodly. Everyone, loodly. Pilly Polly Poo. Poodles. Ah. Five, and, four, and, three, and, two, and, one. And. That's really tough to get that last end and the clap in. It's really time. tough to. It's it's also really tough to <laughs> count down when someone is doing like a delayed end. End. The boobs. You just call me a skiddly douche. <laughs>